You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Behave is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code BEHAVE10, BEHAVE, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Summertime is here. Now, the only real hot dog should be edible and in buns with mustard and not sporting tails. We also need to help keep our cool cats from the heat so we can help them beat the heat. And here to help us with some tips and tricks and tactics and ways to put the sensational in summer for our cats and dogs is nationally renowned veterinarian, Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Welcome to the show, Bernadine. Well, thank you, Arden. I love your play with words. You are so creative. (laughs) Well, you are so knowledgeable on vet medicine, which is why you're on the show today. And we're going to learn how to temper all the dangers that high temperatures can bring and how to even survive a weekend camping trip with 19 dogs. Yes, I just did that. And more with the good doctor right after this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. There's a movement afoot. Shoebuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop Shoebuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. Shoebuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code BEHAVE, B-E-H-A-V-E, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at Shoebuy.com. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Behave, B-E-H-A-V-E, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more. If you ask the question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take a back shot. I need time, I need love, I crave attention. 
I Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available in iTunes. Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Dock. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is my good friend, Dr. Bernadine Cruz. If her voice sounds familiar, that's because she hosts the sister show on Pet Life Radio called The Pet Doctor. And she is great in front of the camera, too. She has unleashed savvy pet tips to millions on NBC's The Today Show. She's also a reporter for the Veterinary News Network. And the pets who are cared for at the Laguna Hills Animal Hospital in California are doggone lucky because they have her as a celebrity vet who knows her stuff. So, hey, Bernadine, thanks for being on the show. I think it's a great topic that you're going to be covering because so many people, it's like, how can you possibly think of leaving your pet or leaving your child in a car and every year we always hear about these horrible stories and oftentimes tragic stories of pets and children who, oh, I just went in to get, you know, a half gallon of milk and then I got distracted. And then oftentimes these animals and children die and it's just horrid. So people need to think ahead. You know, let's talk about that because the clock is ticking when you're, you've got a pet and it's like kind of like a sauna on wheels, isn't it? Without the escape door. Exactly. Even if you take the windows and you roll them down a little bit, that doesn't work. Your car, even in the shade, is going to be acting like an oven. You have the heat going all around it, so it's up on its wheels. Hot air is going all around it. Your pet, your dog, which typically you take with you, the kitty, you know, stays at home because they're a lot smarter saying, thank you, I'll stay home. <laughs> yeah. But the dog is in the car because it wants to go with you. It has no way of getting rid of that extra heat. So it's sitting there panting. It gets rid of some of the heat that way. It doesn't have the sweat glands that you and I do all over our bodies. Their sweat glands are really in their little paws. And that's not a huge area considering the rest of the surface area of their bodies. So you have this dog who's sitting there going, I'm getting hot, guys. (laughs) I'm really getting (laughs) hot. And in a very short amount of time, their normal body temperature, which is warmer than ours, 101 to 102 and a half can go up to dangerously high levels of 105 to 110. When that happens, that animal is going into respiratory problems, can have neurological problems. It starts getting kind of spacey um, and it can go into seizures and die. So you have to be so careful. Best thing to do, leave them at home. They don't Mm -hmm. really need to go with you when it's hot. So when I'm going to Palm Springs with Chipper and Cleo, I, you don't want me to keep them on the asphalt parking lot while I just kind of go catch a movie? Great idea, Art. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. I want to hear about how you ended up in jail. I can just see famous pet writer at News at 11 leaves dogs in car to be baked. No, I would never do that. But I will say what my car does do, and I know there are some cars out there that do allow you to keep the engine running and the car air-conditioned and locked. What do you think of those cars? That's not so bad. That's pretty good. It can still get warm. What if, you know, there's electrical or mechanical problem where all of a sudden, oops, the air conditioner dies. Right. So whenever possible, leave the pet home. If you have it with you and you have that safety device like your car, wonderful. Leave it running. Keep them cool. There's other things that you can do. For instance, if you're traveling, a lot of people need to travel or want to travel with their pets during the summer. Always have them in their little safety uh, belts so they have a harness and have it attached to the seat belt to the shoulder harness so they're not going to go flying through the air. Those kitties, if you need to take them, they really don't need to be free. And small dogs, they don't need to be free in the car. All dogs shouldn't be free. So smaller pets, put them in their carriers. Make sure that's secured down. And in those carriers, sometimes the airflow is not that great. They do have little fans. You've probably seen them, Arden, that you can put on the cages. So that can kind of get some airflow going. But even something as inexpensive as having a quart jug that you fill with water the night before, throw it in the freezer, and then put that into the carrier. So if they get hot, they can kind of get close to it and have that coolness come off of that jug. And that even works if you have bunnies at home, for instance, in its uh, little... Ah, uh, that's a cool outside. idea. Yeah, get so a they can one. they can cuddle and keep cool. I mean, cats are all about being cool, right? Definitely cool cats. Definitely, <laughs> that's a great idea. I like that one. Yeah, I think those little fans work. And you know, you you touched upon it a little bit. I see way too many people who just can't resist having their little dog or cat riding shotgun in the passenger seat with them. And to me, uh, there's enough distractions on the road with the other drivers that are texting and not looking up to have a a, a nice pet next to you riding uh, in the passenger seat. Why is that a doggy kitty no-no? Well, it looks cute to see the dog with its you know head out the window and his ears flapping and just enjoying sniffing all those scents that are going by. But I was a week or so ago, I actually interviewed somebody for my radio show, The Pet mm-hmm. Doctor on PetLifeRadio.com. And go girl. Was, <laughs> go girl. It was from IMMI, and it's a company that produces, amongst other things, pet safety devices. And they were saying that when you have to slam on the brakes, a 20-pound dog goes flying through the air, and it's equal to a 100-pound weight. So that is just logarithmically increased. That 100-pound thing now flying through the air as it hits the window, the windshield, that's not going to be too good for the animal that's flying through the air. It's not good for you if it hits you. You're trying to protect the animal as you're trying to slam on the brakes and something happens. No. Keep it secured and keep them in the back seat because Mm -hmm. in the front seat, airbags go off, things happen, little dogs if you have to out of the carrier, but in those little booster seats they have, secured down, because your little honey, that's a small Mm -hmm. dog, and I'm sure you have her in the back seat, don't you? Actually, she rides way in the back with Chipper, and uh, they have all their amenities. I have an SUV, and we have that floor-to-ceiling metal cage thing, so they can't be trying to drive the car for me. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, we actually did a road trip recently to Sedona, 
and on the, and I had four dogs in my car, and yes, Cleo was in the booster seat in the middle with her seatbelt and harness because nobody needs to give me any directions. I got OnStar, and I don't need pause on the wheel. And you know what? I think they feel safer when they know that they're kind of secure. Don't you agree? I agree because they get around and all of a sudden they start losing their balance in the back of the car and tumble, tumble, fall. Mm-hmm. And you're, are you okay? And you're, yeah, you're supposed to be driving. So I <laughs> love what you're doing with your dogs. Very good. That must have been a fun trip. Oh, yeah. And uh, speaking of the, the trips, I think it's very important that we really start paying attention. We do like to take especially our dogs out with us. And recently, my Leash Your Fitness group, this gal, Dawn Celepino, she's amazing. She brings out the fit best in both people and dogs. And every, uh, every I don't know, a couple times a year, we, we take a camping trip. So picture this, Dr. Bernadine. We had 19 dogs, 22 people in the Laguna Mountains in the Cleveland National Forest in southern San Diego County last weekend. And I had Chipper, my 60-pound golden retriever husky mix, and Cleo, my 12-pound mystery mutt. We were actually in what could now be called a pup tent. And uh, it was a two-dog night because it got to be 40 degrees at night. And little Cleo had her little sweater on and and I had Chipper with a sweater, but Cleo, you know, got the spoon inside my sleeping bag with me. And when I woke up that the next morning, Chipper had somehow managed to be on top of my sleeping bag with me. And her blanket was on top of her. And the three of us were spooning. Oh, such a magic moment. But we were warm. <laughs> yeah, that's how they came up with Three Dog Night. It, you know, the Inuit Alaska Eskimo people, the uh, the natives When they got cold, they brought more dogs in. So how cold it was is how many dogs were piled on top of you and all your furs. But you brought up something that's really important, going camping. That Mm -hmm. can be just a kick. When I had my black lab, we used to go backpacking. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to carry that dog's food. (laughs) He had his little backpack. Mm -hmm. And uh, it came in very nice. But there are so many things that they can get exposed to when they're out and about that you might not think of at home. So making sure that, for instance, flea and tick control are up to par because you may not have ticks in your backyard, but now all of a sudden you go camping, they can get exposed to it. They can get exposed to things like rattlesnakes, and there are rattlesnake vaccines, and they are very good. It's not going to prevent a problem with a a rattlesnake envenomation, but it helps to literally buy you some time so you can hopefully get from where the dog was envenomated to a veterinarian because these bites can be fatal sometimes. Well, there's also the uh, rattlesnake aversion training too. That would probably be a good, good call, right? Yes, tell us a little bit about that because dog, my cats don't get into that situation. Well, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to take Chipper and Cleo to a class where they teach you rattlesnake aversion. And they basically teach the dogs to say, oh, I hear or I see or I smell a rattlesnake. I'm going the other way, kind of like Scooby-Doo, row. You know, they're, they're gone, they're gone. And it, it's a good way so that they're, even the most predatory of dogs, they're able to train them to realize really not a good thing to even get near. And so I think I'd like to do that since I've survived a, a couple of camping trips now. 
I'm not going to be a camping guide by any means. I still look for the RV, but I can't find one. And but the pup tent will do just fine. And you know, with the fleas and ticks, I think you're right because who knows? You know, there might be a flea and tick campground convention going on at your at next to your campsite. You don't know. They could have paid for their flea permits, and so that the you know, place could be just oozing with a nice little pest like fleas and ticks. And you don't need them crawling on you. We know that there are some areas that are just rampant with Lyme disease. And Lyme disease is a disease carried by ticks. They Mm -hmm. carry a lot of other things because they are blood-sucking little creatures. And Lyme disease is contagious to dogs as well as people. So having really good flea and tick control. And what can sometimes be frustrating for people, they have applied their tick medication. They got it from their veterinarian. They know that it's effective. But then all of a sudden they see there's a tick on the dog. Wait a minute. I thought this stuff was supposed to work. Many times those ticks are dead, but they just have not fallen off. So don't get freaked out. If you see a tick, best thing to do is remove it, not remove it with your fingers. If, for instance, it had some type of infection inside of the tick, In that blood, you pull it off with your fingers. If you have a cut on your fingers, now you can get exposed to this. So you want to use needle nose pliers, tweezers, whatever. Get as close to the skin as possible. You don't have to twist left or right. You don't have to put nail polish on it. You don't have to burn (laughs) it. Just pull that little sucker Mm -hmm. off. The chances of leaving the head pieces in are slim and none. Sometimes you may leave a little bit of the mouth piece that goes through the skin. But if you see a little bit of a bump afterwards, Arden would be like you and I getting bitten by a mosquito. We know it didn't leave its mouthpiece in there, but it caused a tissue reaction. So pull it out, clean the area with your Bactine or whatever you want to clean, and just kind of keep an eye on it. And keep your dog vaccinated with something like Lyme vaccine. Oh, that sounds good. And we did bring uh, doggy first aid kits, which, you know, were smart, and people first aid kits on the camping trip. And I think that was good. You know, we're going to be talking with Dr. Bernadine Cruz a little bit about how to keep our pets even more safe and comfortable in the heat. And one of the things I do want to talk to you after this commercial break is a little bit about how to deal with some, uh, you know, bumps, bruises, muscle aches. So let's go ahead and pay for the show by taking this commercial break, and we'll be right back. So sit and stay. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to floorup.com and use the code OBEHAVE at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com. Code word O-H-B-E-H-A-V-E. anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code BEHAVE10. BEHAVE, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at 
Petco.com. Hello? Danica, where have you been? Oh, Grandma, I've been busy, you know? Racing, GoDaddy girl. Oh, I built my own online store with GoDaddy. Really? Let me see. Grandma'sAuction.com? Hey, aren't those Grandpa's golf clubs? Grandma needs her bingo money. Use promo code BEHAVE10, B-E-H-A-V-E, the number 10, and get a .com domain name for just $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, it's Rochelle Fab from the Twilight franchise, inviting you all to listen to Oh Behave with Arden Moore on PetLifeRadio.com. And I think you should encourage other people to listen too, because I'll tell you from personal experience, Arden knows. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Oh Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm delighted that I have my friend, Dr. Bernadine Cruz, on as our guest. She's helping us uh, keep the summer nice and cool and comfy for our dogs and cats. And you guys know her. She is the pet doctor on PetLifeRadio.com. And she actually helps pets all over America and elsewhere. She practices in Laguna Hills in uh, California. I wish I lived closer to you because I would definitely have you be my go-to vet, Dr. Bernadine. Um, I would love to have you as my client because your <laughs> animals are so well-behaved. It would make it a dream. Well, I do know that my cat, Ziki, has kind of adopted you. Folks, about uh, Christmas time, I adopted this cat, a Turkish fan mix, who had some uh, issues medically. And uh, I'm happy to report with the good uh, tips from Dr. Bernadine Cruz on that Christmas uh, holiday when I was a panic in Dallas bringing home Ziki. You helped us deal with her eye issue, and rock on. This cat is the most outgoing, confident, healthy cat I have ever met. I don't think you could own anything else that wasn't confident. I have seen your little dog, Cleo, surf. So if a dog <laughs> can surf, anything is possible. But I loved oh, how you, you hear her? Wait a minute. Hey, Ziki, come here. Ziki, <laughs> you want to say hi to Dr. Bernadine Cruz? Meow. How's that? She's even trained to talk on cue. <laughs> She's already brought in a few lizards into the house now, I'm, I have to admit. She's quite the hunter. Okay, oh, there is that cry. There she is. There she is. Anyway, I didn't step on her tail or anything, folks. She's just a talker, just like her owner. But we are talking with uh, Dr. Bernadine Cruz about some summer issues. And one thing I want to have you kind of help us out with is, you know, as much as we try, our pets are going to get a little bit of some muscle aches or you know, they're going to get some bumps and bruises. And just like us, they can benefit by the nice applications of heat or cool. But, you know, sometimes it's kind of tricky to try to keep an ice pack on a dog or, 
you know, a heat pack and, you know, they're all legs and tails. And do you have any suggestions on how we can deal with kind of helping them get back to their healthy best? Well, sometimes we tend to do that weekend warrior routine for ourselves or for our pets. You know, we're working all week and now comes the weekends. We want to get out there and exercise. We want to take our dog out there. And oftentimes people are surprised when a pet will have heat stroke because why didn't it just stop? You know, I was on my bicycle and the dog was following along behind me. Duh. We're supposed to be smarter than the dog. And sometimes their paws get burnt because it's too hot. Well, how do you know if the asphalt's too hot? Okay, folks, take off your shoes, take off those socks, stand on the asphalt. And if you're sitting there going, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, guess what? <laughs> it's too hot for you. It's too hot for your dog. So don't exercise during the hot part of the day. Do it when it's cooler. But even exercising when it's cooler, yes, you can have those little aches and pains, the joints, just like it happens with us. So putting on a ice pack, as you mentioned, Arden, is a great idea, but good luck keeping it on your dog <laughs> But there's a thing that I've recently come in contact with, and it's called Warm Whiskers Pet Therapy Jacket. They fit dogs, big and small. They fit cats because you can use for cool. They have these little freezer packs that don't get so cold that it's going to hurt the skin. And they Mm -hmm. also have little heat packs that you can microwave, and it gives off moist heat. And the way that these jackets are formed, they're super easy to put on, very comfortable for the pet. And they have these little straps that you can then attach to the main body of the jacket, and then it'll go down to the paw or the leg, and you can put the heat pack or the cold pack. You can put the heat or cold pack on the main jacket also because they have this special type of Velcro. And it works great. I've actually seen it put on a cat, and most cats will go, read lips, I'm out of clothes. <laughs> I don't yeah. need clothes. It works and it helps. So if you're also, for instance, uh, camping with your dog, you know it's hot, and the, even keeping it in the shade, it's still going to be hot. You could have one of these freezer packs, and if you have an ice chest, you could take that little freezer pack, keep it in there, keep it on the pet. Or during the winter when it gets cold and you need to put something on your pet just to kind of make it be a little bit warmer. And sometimes when you're camping during the the summer, as you mentioned, you were camping and it turned into the two-dog night, you could now put this on as a little extra warmth. So it really does work well. I agree. I've tried the the Warm Whiskers uh, Pet Therapy Jacket and... I like that it was easy to put on. It you know, it you don't have to be a rocket scientist or have an engineering degree. And it, it actually kinda of looks nice too, so they, they can have a little uh function and fashion if you will and, and Chipper's got the nice long legs and so I was just testing it, putting the little wrap around her front leg and, and she didn't even fuss with it. She didn't even have a off. reflecting band on it. So if you want oh, to go cool. walking at night, you could pop this on your pet and has a special little place so the leash can come out for a dog or a cat mm-hmm. You want to take your cat for a walk, but it has a little reflecting strip. So now when they're walking along, somebody goes, oh, there's a person. Oh, look, there's a pet, too, on the end of that leash because many times they won't see it, and that can be dangerous. And help us out with understanding when is it appropriate to put the cold pack on and when is it appropriate to put moist heat? So when to put an ice pack on, when to put a heat pack on. The ice pack is best put on when you have a sudden injury, an acute injury. So you want to put ice on it, a little compression, and elevate it. That's what we would do. Well, it's kind of hard to elevate a, a pet's paw. 
the compression you as you put on one of these cold packs or heat pack later for more chronic use you don't want to have it on so tight that you would cut off circulation so it's almost impossible to do with a pet therapy jacket by warm whiskers but do watch the area don't leave it on for more than a few minutes that sounds good because it, and it's easy to put on and I like how you can kind of move the ice or the heat pack anywhere on the dog it's kind of like it moves you can hit the spot and a lot of our dogs they get older like chippers she's almost eight and we did a seven mile hike and you know when she's done she, her, her muscles are a little sore so as is like her her owners <laughs> But we did it. We did it. But, yeah, I I do think that I like it because it does work and it's easy to put on and it doesn't slip off and you're not, you know, your dog doesn't look like a hobo. And it's one of the great reasons for using, as you're talking about getting older, using it for cats. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's hard to tell if our cats are becoming arthritic. And we know that arthritis is a progressive degenerative condition of joints. It can happen to cats or dogs, any breed, and really any age. Because we have some friends you know, younger than you and I, Arden, who they have their aches and pains, and people that are older who are doing better than you and I. So Mm -hmm. everyone ages differently. But if you have a kitty with arthritis... Sadly, there's not a lot of alternatives of things that we can use to give them relief. So a heating pad is something that we can use, and you have to be careful with them. I have heating pads for my own cats set on a very low temperature, wrapped up so there's no hot spot. My cats love it. But with these therapy jackets by Warm Whiskers, you can put the heat pack Put it on maybe a special little elbow or a heel or a knee that's problematic for your kitty. And now your cat can have some very safe arthritis relief. So we've got the little bit of the aches and the pains and we've got the fleas and ticks covered, I guess. I guess hydration is another biggie, right, for the summer? Yes. You and I will take our along our little sports bottle and keep ourselves well hydrated. Well, hydration is very important for your pets because they're not able to get off that heat as easily as you and I. So they're panting. They can become dehydrated. So there are water bottles now on the market that you can share between you and your pet. And you're not going to have to worry about that backwash from your pet. So they have a special <laughs> like little bowl that's attached to it. So you can share. I've also seen a device and it's like a huge ice cube for a dog and you can put it in the freezer you can put its toys in it and put it on a stake and put it outside so the dog goes "Ooh, this is kind of fun my toys are in there I can see it and they can lick at it and slowly melts and they have a cool source of water so there's some fun ways that you can keep your pet cool if you're going to keep your pet outside always make sure that there's some cool water for it that it can get out of the heat If for whatever reason you need to tether your pet down, sun moves, folks. So in the morning, it may be in the shade, but is it still in the shade in the afternoon? And if it's tethered down and it can't get out or if it's in its dog run and it's exposed to the heat, that dog can have heat strokes. So be very careful. Check the areas. How is the sun going to move throughout the day? That sounds good. Now, um, I do want to bring up a wonderful topic called foxtails because uh, where I live, uh, I have uh, two dogs, as I mentioned, and because of Chipper's coat, she's a golden retriever husky, it seems like the foxtails don't really anchor as well, but I do check her coat carefully. But Cleo, the mystery mutt that's got poodle, terrier, bichon, you know, probably every friggin' breed that's ever known to man that doesn't shed, She's like a Velcro dog with these burrs and foxtails. And I wanted to ask you if you could address what the heck is a foxtail to people and why they can be quite dangerous to our pets. 
foxtails are a plant on, A-W-N. It's a weed. And I honestly don't know if they're throughout the United States. Since there's a weed, there's probably something similar to it. But at least in California, it starts off green. As it starts to dry, it almost looks like a sheath of wheat, this long, stocky thing. Well, if you've ever gone walking through a, a pasture through a field and you get these little things that penetrate through your socks it's really pointy on one end and then it just kind of fans out they only go one way in so i've seen them actually penetrate through a dog's skin many times on their paws they'll start on the bottom it's like why didn't the dog just pull them out well sometimes they try but they're unable like you're saying with cleo's coat they'll just get in there they'll penetrate through the skin you never saw it all of a sudden there's a swelling between the toes for instance you suspect a doctor will suspect that there's a foxtail or some type of foreign material under the skin you may lance it probe and look for it Oftentimes, you can't find the sucker. And it can literally just burrow under the skin and go up the leg. They can get into a dog's nose or its eyes. So if you come back from being outside and your dog (laughs) (laughs) really, you know, sneezing, like it's trying to get something out of its nose, pawing at its nose, and you can tell this is bugging it. It's not just a regular sneeze. Get that pet in right away to have it looked at because if it goes in further down into its lungs, it's taking bacteria with it. It acts as foreign material. It can cause a collapse of a lung. It can act as a source of infection so you can have an infected lung lobe that you have to go in and surgically remove. You can get into the eye and cause ulcers in the eye. It can get into the ear and cause an penetration through that eardrum and cause deafness or infections. Um, it can get, and I've seen this, and I, you can talk about uh, Cleo, but yeah. I had a dog okay. Go come ahead. in. She must have sat on this thing because this Oh, poor no. She sat on a foxtail? Got it into her vulva, her girl parts. So oh. she had this weird discharge. We were trying to figure out what was going on. So... Put the dog under anesthesia, took a look upside its little girl sides, and lo and behold, deep inside the vaginal vault was a foxtail. Not oh. a comfortable thing to have. No, uh, Cleo was similar, only on her little pee-pee area. She kept pestering it, and she was going in for a dental. And I said to my good doctor in, in uh, Vista, I'll have to give a shout-out to Dr. Gibbs at the Melrose Vet Clinic. I said, please, could you check out? She's really pestering there. I don't know what's going on. I thought maybe she got bit by a spider or something. Oh, no, a foxtail had lodged inside there, and when she was getting her dental cleaning, they were able to remove it, and there was pus and then blood and then everything good. And I swear, she put her little paw across her forehead and was like, Shoo! I feel so much better now. But, I mean, I thought I had really inspected her. I put her up on my washing machine after we did a hike, and I do a methodically... Left ear, then right ear, then head, then body, then each foot. But I missed it, and I felt bad. But those little foxtails can be quite sneaky and quick. Sneaky, they're brown, and depending on your dog's coat color, hard to find. So that was awesome. It's a great idea, Arden, when people bring their pets in, especially from a nice hike, if it's a wooded area, etc. Look them over for foxtails. Look them over for ticks and fleas and everything else. And if you find them, 
get them out of there right away. And if there's a question, get it into your veterinarian because these things can be serious. Yeah, I think this is great. I mean, I love the summer and I love being in California because we basically have summer year round, if you think about it. But you've offered some really good tips for our listeners on how to make sure the summer is really kind of a cool time for our our dogs and cats. I want everybody to dash over to the pet doctor on Pet Life Radio because the good doctor, Dr. Bernadine Cruz, knows her stuff and she really does care about your dogs and cats and other critters. And I'm just delighted that you could be on the show today and we do want people to check out the warm whiskers i think the what's the website for that warmwhiskers.com i believe okay that sounds great and truly it's kind of a nice thing to add to your pet first aid kit wouldn't you think i think it's a great thing to have there hopefully you don't need first aid but be that girl scout be the boy scout be prepared take your first aid course the american red cross and many of the chapters now actually offer pet first aid courses so it's a great way to be prepared for the entire family no i agree i actually did take the course several months back i took the dog one and then i took the cat one and it was very interesting to learn how to take a pulse on a dog or a cat and how to do cpr and to me, that's the best way to be a great pet parent is to be prepared. And that's a lot of peas. <laughs> <laughs> you said it well. So if anyone ever has questions about their pet's health, best thing to do is ask their primary care veterinarian. But they can always, always contact me at the pet doctor at PetLifeRadio.com and I'll get back to them. And she will, folks. And Ziki's living proof. My cat loves you. You rock her world. I'm just delighted you're on today, Dr. Bernadine Cruz, and I'm also giving a big pause up to our producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. So you got some good tips so you can travel safe and enjoy your pet in the heat and do it smart. Make sure you're prepared and because uh, your most valuable asset is just a tail wag or a purr away. So until next time, uh, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand. This is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>